friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. One moment, your toddler or child, preteen or teen, is the sweetest thing. All cuddly in your arms, and the very next moment, whoa, what happened? What did you miss? You blink, and everything just changed. Your child just transforms from a human to, as we label, monster. Right from the sweetness to absolute wickedness. It's just like the downright life-sucking thing that just happened to you. It is tough. And once these kind of meltdowns and tantrums and dysregulation arrive, there's just no switch to turn them off. It's like the aliens just, you know, hijacked your child's brain and hide, came into their, their bodies, right? It just just arms are failing, tears are pouring, voices shaking, you know, they're screaming, hurting. There's a lot happening. Does that, does that sound like your life sometimes? At least I know this happens to me often. And so during this situation, every parent I know just wants to know one thing. We all want to know that one thing that how can I get my kid to stop? How can we make my kid to listen, right? Just that one thing, how can I stop this? And in our confusion, we actually end up saying wrong things to our children without realizing how this will impact them, how, it, how you know, the whole situation will get worse. Instead of solving the problem, we are adding the problem and so in all my years of you know as a as a parent I've been parent for 10 years and three common mistakes and three common phrases that I have noticed saying myself during the tantrums that created more disconnection between me and my kids and so I really wanted to come up here and share those three common mistakes that I am learning from. Mistake number one, use your words. Have you used this phrase before? I know I have. We all, especially in this information era, we all think that we're all like, you know, highly, we're all focused on growth. And so we all want to tell our kids to use their words. And during the tantrum, when the kid is screaming and stuff, we're saying, use your words, which is absolutely wrong thing to tell a child whose brain is not even developed yet who is going through an emotional flood right the last thing they can do in this situation is use the correct word or the or communicate using the correct literacy skills and especially it's so true for the kids under the age of six i have personally 
said these said this phrase many a times, not realizing that how, you know, how am I even expecting that my toddler to say something when he doesn't even have the wor- words to to express, right? He doesn't know how to articulate. Their brains are not developed at, at this time. So when we tell them to use their words, we're actually adding more frustrations for for them and, you know, to no end because they are just not in that right mental state to express and to communicate. And in that moment, when we say use your word, they actually feel controlled by us even more. And this causes more tension, the scream gets louder, and everything just gets more chaotic. So what can we do instead of saying, you know, use your words? Now, as we know, during these dysregulations, and again, tantrums, meltdowns are nothing but dysregulation. When when they are feeling so overwhelmed their own, by their own big feelings because they don't know how to articulate these things. Right? So it's so crucial that we enter, you know, in, in the present moment and we, instead of bringing the old past stories Let's be mindful and let's stay detached, yet bring the calm energy on the table. So it comes down to self-regulation. We will have to show them that we're there for them without controlling them or without correcting them. It's about, it's a, it's about again, it's about modeling the behavior. It's the most important thing that we can do is move forward with them with stillness with calmness and you know being present for them even if you don't know how to help them just just be present just look at them you know go to their eye level if you have to hold them hold them if if they need a hug you know give them a hug go close to them this is all we can do just show them the empathy right and sometimes actually most of the time our energy speaks louder than our words. So you won't even have to say anything if you are choosing to be present and choosing to be calm with them. And that your energy will transfer to them and act, this will actually give them the sense of comfort and they will feel seen and heard and eventually it will, you know, go down. Now, number mistake number two. What's wrong? What happened? Why are you acting this way? Why are you crying? Why are, have you used these kind of phrases back to back? Again, we're trying to connect and we are asking all these questions to, to our kids when they don't even know how to answer. Right? We're trying to, I mean... It's no blame game here. I'm not here to judge anyone because I have certainly done this, right? But I want to share this, that we all do this. We all have pure intention. We parents, of course, want to help our kids and, you know, we care for them and we're concerned about their well-being. So we want to know what's happening. And in our desire to come across as a loving parent, we ask them so many, we end up asking them so many questions. Because we're curious, and which is a good thing, 
but not in that not in that circumstances because it's not adding any value and we think that we're we're actually helping our kids but instead this causes them get even more frustrated so when our kids are upset and they're showing that uh, upset through screaming or tears or any kind of body languages it's that they're they're telling us that they need help they are you know or they can't you see that that I am mad sad hurt whatnot right why are you asking me so many questions and why and how can't you just can't you see that I'm upset this is what's happening inside of them when they're trying to express their pain so again this creates disconnection instead of connection and so the curiosity here doesn't work So now you may ask, what should we do instead? So instead, again, we need to remember that, you know, when we are overwhelmed with our feelings and when we feel sad, hurt, we're just not in that right mindset, right? All we want at that point is we want to be seen and we want to be heard. We want to be accepted for who we are and for whatever is happening at at that state. We don't want somebody to ask us gajillions questions and, you know, justify our feelings. We're just not in that state. So similarly, same thing for our kids. They just want to feel in that moment. And the biggest thing that we can do is allow them the space. Give them them the space to express their feelings without influencing or without putting words into their mind or putting just we don't need to do anything just as long as it's safe and you know nobody's being so physical and hurting anyone just just be there let them process their feelings and just be the vessel to hold on to their feelings you don't have to force them we all we need to do is facilitate instead of force in these moments just be present again same thing just being present will speak louder than the actions or are you asking questions. Mistake number three. Stop it right now. You're going to get consequences if you don't. Go to your room. Have you heard or have you said these words or these phrases? Certainly I have. You know, we think that when when we can't do anything, the best solution is go to your room. Or, you know, just stop it. You're going to get a timeout or you're going to be grounded or we take things away. So we end up, you know, blaming and shaming our kids. One of the thing, one of the analogy that I've read um, in Dr. Shefali's books of um, Out of Control is she says like when we tell our kids to stop their meltdowns or, you know, tantrums or stop their crying, it's like, it's like telling someone to put a burger in your mouth and being told not to chew on it. It's just just impossible, right? And so I really love that analogy because it gives you perspective. Now, our, you know, my kids are going through and they're crying and they're processing and what I'm doing here, I am just, you know, making them feel ashamed for their big feelings. And so in that point, they're absorbing the self-image that they are. They think they're weak. They think they're immature. 
and it just doesn't it it impacts them in a negative form rather than you know that oh i just i shouldn't have these feelings that's what they're they are internalizing it so again what should we do if we're like instead of saying stop it right now what can we do instead so again when we send out our energy speaks louder than the actions when we say stop it we say it stop it because we are we are scared that what i can't handle this we have this whole inner triggers you know inner triggers are coming up and then it's like we feel we are not we can't handle the situation so our traumas come in the picture but when we send instead if we send the energy that we're not afraid of our kids feelings and we can communicate to them that they also don't have to uh be scared of their feelings they don't have to be afraid of their feelings they are safe with me and they can feel their unfazed feelings right now and i see them i'm here for them so again we need to share that with them it's not that our job is in that in that when kids are crying or when this whole tantrums or meltdowns happening our job is not to control our children when they're having big feelings rather our job is to support and to guide them through these big waves and help them you know help them overcome these and break through these these feelings make them feel heard make them feel validated right we all need to learn the emotional um intelligence so we all and we all need to learn how to swim through these this big feeling waves so instead of pushing them away instead of instead of suppressing our big feelings or our upset sad cry we need to uh, we need like us as parents we need to empathize with our children and relate to them through our body languages or you know with our soft tone um voice of tone anything that you can do we need to draw them close to us instead of you know disconnecting or pushing them away so again we will have to be present and calm during these um during this this phase and this will eventually allow them to let their feelings wash through and ride through the big waves so again to sum up the three mistakes what i'm learning from them is how to ride these big feelings waves is just by being present and just showing up self regulating and showing up for and accepting them seeing them and listening to them for you know for what they have to say that's it that's that one thing that will help us you know, go through the phase of tantrums and meltdowns and you know dysregulation at the end of the day it's all about that dysregulation because their brains are not developed so they don't know how to articulate and how to communicate and this i wanted to share this today because the schools are open and now we're going to see this because you know they they've been home for with us especially because of the pandemic so many kids were home and they couldn't go to their preschool or you know they couldn't go to the 
physically to school and everything was virtual. Now this is a huge, huge change for them that they're back to school. So now is the time, parents, that we really need to learn from each other's mistakes. So I really hope this helps you. And let's learn to self-regulate ourselves so we can be present, mindful, and handle these situations with the calm and more um, with pure intentions. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mita Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.